0: I'm a man on a mission. I'm a man on a mission. I take it up. i got that ambition. I take it up. I'm a man on a mission. What's up? This is episode 12 and you're here with me, Gavin Walt, serial entrepreneur and speed mentor, here to guide you through the maze of success and failure. Don't learn the hard way like so many of us have done. Learn from someone who's bought the t-shirt I can guide you past the metaphorical icebergs that sank the Titanic. Now funnily enough, that ship was actually built in my home city. But I'm here to help you avoid those sorts of icebergs. If you listen and learn, you can survive and thrive in the increasingly choppy waters that Brexit and the other forces are threatening all of us entrepreneurs with. In fact, actually when you think about it, entrepreneurship is all about actually finding the opportunities in those increasingly uh, uncertain uh, waters. So... Get on board and let's get helping you. Either way, in this episode, we'll tackle what might sound like a contradiction if you said quickly enough. So listen to this. To be a really successful entrepreneur, your job is to make yourself redundant. That's right. I just said redundant. Now, an employee of a business never wants to be redundant because that's when the salary stops. That's when they can't pay their bills. That's when their family is maybe out in the street or they can't feed themselves or their electricity gets cut off etc. But an entrepreneur should be crafting a role or a business where they can systemize what they're doing so they can step out of that role or that business and gain from the leverage of creating a passive opportunity where they can add value, sell the business as an investment opportunity to others or move on to their exciting next next opportunity that will get their, their juices flowing. Now, it's a little counterintuitive, and most can't see it, um, so they end up becoming a slave to the business that they've created. Look, there's got to be a purpose to working 80 hours a week as an entrepreneur, which I know only too well that the majority of us actually do. In fact, I might be selling it, underselling it at 80 hours. I'm glad my wife doesn't listen to this podcast because she'll probably tell you that it's often a three-figure number, and I'm sure I'm not the only entrepreneur who does that. Now, because you don't want to work more than 80 hours per week forever and just become a slave to your business, good entrepreneurs who like uh, new challenges are more akin to carving out those opportunities so that they can pass the baton on to other people than, say, a more traditional business person might be. Look, the solution is to build a list, make a list of all the tasks you currently do in your business and start stripping them out one by one through leverage, outsourcing, training others, inspiring others, encouraging followers and creating leaders and allocate all those tasks um, to all of those other people until you have none left. Then go on holiday for the rest of your life. That would be great, wouldn't it, if you could do that? Or as I prefer to do, go and create something else that adds even more value to your business. Now this process can be very uncomfortable and scary as naturally entrepreneurs think they're the best at doing everything it is that they're doing. This is usually not true and even if it is, if you can stop micromanaging and outsource to someone else a task that they can do at 80% say 80% of the level that you can do, that's good enough to keep adding value to your business and to help it to continue to grow so that you can add greater value elsewhere and create the abundance and life that you're looking for. What I've often found is that whilst I may be the best in the business at doing a particular task, what actually happens in reality is that I am normally working on multiple projects. So that my time and ability to do a particular task to its optimum standard is significantly reduced and therefore the person who can do it to 80% of the standard that I can do it to if I'm only doing that task, will usually do a better job at doing that task at that 80% because they'll be staying focused to that task and they'll not be worrying about a whole lot of other tasks, whereas I'll be off then creating value at those other tasks whilst they're worrying about that one task. So for instance, uh, the type of scenario I often see in retail, for instance, is that as an owner of a retail business, he or she may be best at doing everything. If that's the only thing they're doing So what happens is that a good manager is seldom employed Because even if they are They'll be micromanaged towards an inch inch of their lives And ultimately they'll start hitting the job And start hitting the role and leave And then the owner of the business often struggles with finding uh, Trying to attract and find new staff uh, And they spend their lives actually standing on the tills How many good owners of businesses do you actually see standing on tills Or at the front desk in their own businesses, because nobody of quality will come in because they're micromanaging towards the end of your life and uh, to, to within an inch of their lives. Now, they should be out there networking, connecting with others, reading up on journals, educating themselves, finding out about best practice in their industry, rather than micromanaging day-to-day tasks which could which could be outsourced. Look, as a seminal work in this area is E-Myth Revisited*. Uh, Michael Gerber's uh, amazing book, and every entrepreneur starting out in their journey, this should be their first read uh, that they should get into, is, and it says, If your business depends on you, you don't own a business. You have a job, and it's the worst job in the world because you're working for a lunatic. Now just think about that for a minute. The Myth Revisited explains why 80% of small businesses fail. And it shows how to ensure yours isn't among them by building a company that's based on systems and not on the work of a single individual. In the Wall Group, I've tried to do something that most people in retail believe is impossible, and particularly in North Belfast, where a chain of retail businesses trading in areas where there's been urban decay, chronic investment by successive councils and governments, and divided communities uh, due to the history of the Troubles. Uh, when you marry this, to the nature of the punishing sector of convenience retail and food to go um it makes it tough it makes it tough to hand this stuff over to other people but i set out 4 years ago to build an internal board in the business an internal board um where talented people would run the business rather than me i don't micromanage it's actually one of my strengths but on the other hand maybe i don't manage tightly enough for the FM, CG and food to go sectors um And if I can give you a bit of flavour, these sectors probably at this stage take up about a third of my working life. I think the mindset of trying to make yourself redundant is one of the key markers that sets an entrepreneur out or apart from a business person. Both, of course, are equally valid courses and there's nothing wrong with being a business person that wants to micromanage. Just if you want more from your life, you need to start thinking about this stuff. So to pursue and want to achieve other uh, Life changing things you need to let go and reinvent your role So basically you will fill in behind the task that you used to do with people Into your own role as you create new roles New greater value adding roles And you move on to new tasks And then once you've got those better, in Then fill them back in with people in behind you And ultimately you develop freedom The freedom that's elusive to so so many people By the way This shit is really, really difficult to do. I decided I wanted to do things differently from the rest of my industry. But attracting really talented people into my business whom I could showcase as better managers than me and raise their profile and put them in danger of being poached by others, from taking that actual decision to do all of that stuff, it took me three years. Three years. From still being involved operationally at every level to attracting and retaining the best people in the market so that I could mentor, guide and lead them rather than manage the operations. That step of extracting yourself from the operations is probably the hardest for any entrepreneur to achieve. And that's why so few achieve it or in fact even attempt it. You see, when you control everything, there's not as much that can go wrong. But when you release that control to others who are then acting as your agent, the scope for disaster is increased manifold. Like I could write a novel about the disasters that have befallen me because of the relinquishment of day-to-day control. But look, I'm the captain of the ship and everything that happens in the business is ultimately my responsibility. So the management team continue to refine our processes to narrow the gaps so that less can go wrong. But the benefit of making yourself redundant has been, in my case, that I now have multiple business interests outside the wall group, outside of our spa. And subway stores and the Yogi Berry stores that we used to have. I'm now involved in three tech businesses. I have a mentoring business. I put on a fence for other entrepreneurs. I give back time regularly to charity and to other entrepreneurs to help inspire them. And I have this podcast series, the Speed Mentor podcast. All of that because I set about making myself redundant. But before you say it, my next job is to make myself redundant from all of the new roles. And look, that's a, that's a work in progress. So, it's over to you now. Think about the guidance in this episode. Start creating systems. Start stripping out tasks. Start delegating and outsourcing. And think about redundancy or your own retirement on a passive income or your next project, whichever it is that you choose to do with your free time. That's it for me, the Speed Mentor. My day um, would be absolutely made up if you'd subscribe to this podcast and help spread local voices far and wide. Hit me up on my social channels, So I can help you make your ideas soar and I hope you enjoyed talking to the wall.